What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. You know what's almost as satisfying as mowing a mowing a small lawn and completing it and it looks really nice? Do you know what's almost as satisfying as that? Uh, is it um, cleaning out an old refrigerator that, bro- that broke? But it wasn't an old refrigerator. Well, it was old, but it's nice. It's not that old. I, ha- nice I, I have an old refrigerator from oh. about 1985 Yeah, that's old that one. still works, yeah. and I don't think it's been cleaned since. It has so, yeah, a nice my, crust. One of the two downstairs broke, and it, it wasn't a huge problem because I was able to put shit in the other employee kind of refrigerator. Yeah. But it made it really crowded. It's like it's, it's like I was a guest in there. Even though it's my refrigerator, I was a guest in their refrigerator. It's like you walked into their walk-in closet for a weekend <laughs> trip to Stanford House and just took over their closet. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're like, hey, Paul, I'm going, I know you're about to complain about my refrigerator that you're using, but I'm working on it. Yeah, so. I'm working on it. <laughs> but I did. So I it was for a few days. I got a relay for the compressor, which I was able to go through. I didn't on. know that you were into the uh, uh, refrigeration game. I'm but not, but I wasn't about to call somebody and have them come out and do it because I, I just... Most it, people just buy a new fridge. I appreciate the fact that you fixed it. It was it's, pretty simple. It's really indicative of your Depression-era uh, <laughs> upbringing. <laughs> with, with a scoop of dirt and some baking soda, we, we built Hoover Dam. <laughs> the great, truly the greatest generation, folks. If you see Paul out there with his walker, kick his fucking out. Kick one of the wheels out from underneath it. But anyway, it was, it's, it's either got to be, you know, first I thought it was uh, all frosted up because that's what happened to one of those refrigerators a yeah. few years ago. So I went, oh, fuck it. I'll just unplug it and let stuff cool off and get some towels out there. And it did a little bit. And I went, great. I'll just plug it back in after a few hours. And it didn't help it. And went, fuck. So it's going to be the compressor or it's going to be, you know, the internal fan that's not blowing over or the, or the relay. And from YouTube U, it says, look, these compressors, especially ones that are that old, you know, it's not that old. It's 15 years old. I guess I bought that when I first moved here. What would the YouTube University mascot be? That's true. The fighting, the fighting algorithms. It's got to be, they, need, they do need a mascot for yeah. this university. And a band. And a, a band. A, they, a, need a, a, they need a virtual marching band. <laughs> 100%. That would be hilarious. Anyway, it said, these compressors never die. If it's, if it's low on free and it would have leaked out years ago. They just never. It's true. They're they're so well built. Yeah. So it's got to be the relay kind of thing. And it and I checked, pulled it out, and did some quick checks on the ohmmeter. And yep, according to the directions on YouTube, boom, that was it. Bought another one that wasn't exactly the same. But was able to do a little bit of wiring change. This is a really boring topic. Anyway, to fix fix. I think it's I think it's it's admirable, and a li- to me a little bit surprising because you're one of those people that I, I like. I would love to know what what like how your brain processes something because you'll go real from very quickly from can I fix this myself? Yes. Can I just throw money at this problem? I can also do that. Right. And and I would love to know what your like what the dividing line is of. Okay, of, I'll like, tell you what helped make the like, decision. Yeah, because no, like, I thought no, it's true. You would just buy a new fridge. That that ordinarily I could have done that, but here's why I didn't because of all these other things that were breaking and failing. Oh yeah. I didn't have time to either go find a good used one or just go get a new one. I, I didn't have time. I, my plate was beyond Paul, full. I don't know if they had this book because I, I, I don't. This is not a dig at your age. I already did right. my I did my one for the weekly podcast. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but do you remember a children's book called Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day? No. It may it may have been written in the set late seventies, eighty, early eighties. Then so because so it was old it, for that, yeah, yeah, I think maybe a little too old for it. But it was this about this kid who wakes up in the morning, 
And, and it honestly, like it's it's a it's just a tome. It's just a it's a like he it's, stubs his toe. Then he oh, like he wakes up and it's hot in his room or it's okay. cold or something like that. And he kicked his blankets off in the middle of the night. And then he goes to he get gets in, goes in the shower and there's no shampoo left, so he has to wash his hair with mm-hmm. body soap. And then he, he gets out and gets get dressed and then like his towels smell funky because they're old and dirty right. and he needed to wash them a week ago and then he goes to put on his sock and one of his socks and he there's a hole in it and there's a hole in another sock and his shoes are uncomfortable like like like, like, like everything it, he touches everything 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 he touches just goes you missed the thing anyway yeah. it was all the people so it's yeah. like everything that he everything that's happening to him his entire day and it goes through the whole day all these dumb things that right. happen and at the end it go he goes well that was a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. But hopefully tomorrow's better. Right. And that's the end of the book. Okay. That's the day you were having last week. It was like oh, the, it was last week, yeah. Yeah, it was last week's. Paul had the no terrible, horrible, no good, yeah. very bad day. I had everybody bail on me to move those containers out there, and then we couldn't do it with the equipment that we had. So that was, was still ongoing. That overhead winch, which makes us move shit around in here, failed. One of the refrigerators failed. What was the other thing? You tore uh, up your bicep. You tore, like, tore my biceps. Now it's wrapped up. There was something. Oh, battery finally went totally dead in my truck. So I had to get you know. So it was. It's all happened. Bang, bang, bang. So normally I said, "Fuck it." It's kind of an old refrigerator anyway. Although it's a good shape uh, on the fence, and I don't want to buy a fancy refrigerator. I just need, but I do want freezer on the bottom. Period. End of story. Yeah, always. That's just me. So more efficient. If I can just buy a simple, and I don't even know if you can buy a basic refrigerator like that anymore. I'm you sure might, you can. You may not be able to buy one that's not a little bit fancier. You know what I mean? Maybe. I think you still buy, like, base model stuff. It's a base. Okay. Anyway, so, but that one went into figuring out where it is. Go look at it or go online or do this. Get it moved in, moved out. Then I got I to move shit. I'm gonna, it might be faster, but just to figure it out at night, you know, what could be wrong with it. The relay was 15 bucks that I thought was the right one. Okay, $15. I'll spend it. I'll just let it sit there for a day or two. I'll put my shit in the other refrigerator. And then I actually made Ashley work on it this morning. <laughs> hey, Ashley, what are we going to do? Yeah, we're doing all those uh, QuickBooks. I'm going to go out and work this shit. No, we're going to Yeah, like the woman uses QuickBooks and, and federal websites and works on federally certified aircraft. Yeah. And they're like, hey, um, help me fix a refrigerator. But she likes doing wiring. So I said, and she had smaller arms and hands. I said, I've got to oh, get this yeah, thing out. Oh, yeah, that makes so sense. So she actually, I had it all figured out. I said, we got to put this on there, and there it is. And I cleaned it all out, by the way, pulled it out. It was with a, a light back there. It was it was a good workspace, actually. So it was no big deal, but it was just easier for her to do it. So this morning I finally got it fired up, and it's now, uh, oh, it's so cold. It's so clean and white in there now and perfectly it, threw away all the old stuff. You should uh, be careful. Well, you didn't change out the compressor, so you don't have to worry no, about that. But yeah. uh, So, you know, at Blackbridge, one of our keg fridges went out, yep. the service fridge inside, oh, like inside yeah. the tap room. Uh, the, right. the compressor went out a few weeks ago. That was a nightmare. Uh, yes, and especially That's a big it's, nightmare. It's, it's a big nightmare, much bigger than my little food nightmare. Still, yeah. Uh, compressor got changed out. Now everything freezes <laughs> overnight. <laughs> overnight, everything freezes because if he was you, set a certain temperature. I'm guessing. Well, whatever. no, we set it to what it you know what the Normally. factory spec is, and it, you know what it should be about 35 degrees. Yeah, it's definitely like it's yeah, it's keeping it 35 degrees, but direct like any beer that's sitting there directly like a keg that's sitting directly below the vent is freezing it up. it's freezing up yeah. which you would have that problem every so often uh, mm-hmm. if you put like a low alcohol beer in the back right corner it'll freeze up mm-hmm. but now it's like it freezes up every single one of them we have we have it on the lowest because uh, like you have a setting on the side of the compressor mm-hmm. it's like you know 
more cold to less cold. It's set all the way to less cold right before you were to turn the damn thing off. Mm -hmm. And then we set the thermostat to 35 and it still freezes everything. Like so you got to like, back off a little bit more yeah, still. Yeah. Can't. And there's, there's no way to back it off. You oh, could you so could set you, you could set up to 38, but then things are going to be warmer. So we're just going to deal with the freezing cuz what all it does is freeze up overnight when it, when there's not liquid moving through it. Can you deflect? If you're Can you put a little deflector up there and move the super You, you could, there? but then you fuck with your efficiency in there and I would rather not mess yeah. with it. Yeah. We asked the repair guy if that would be something that would help, and he's like, eh, don't. It'll mess with the efficiency. Mm -hmm. It'll click the compressor on and off more often, and he's like, best best bet is just know that your beer lines are going to be a little frozen in the morning or get jacketed lines. And Okay. Yeah, but anyway. So it's manageable. But yeah, you and your terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. The yeah, people so that listen, the, the the millennials and maybe younger that that know, know, that, that, know book. that book will understand. Because every all those things that happen to you mm – -hmm. Each individually by themselves are not that big of a deal, right? Really, it's just right. a, it's just another it, problem it, of it, life. It all happened in the it's same week. All happens in the bam, same bam, week, bam. And, and and I'm up against the gun because they're going. This shit's got to get off here by Friday. That last Friday, yeah. that's the work out here. As you're seeing, I'm going. God damn it, you know. So I, I'm, that's my main focus. And everything else is just, that's breaking. This is breaking. Can't move. Can't get the airplanes up and down. So why didn't you just get five thousand Egyptians out here to help you move it around? That would be a Connex container. Be, that'd be great. Or one Ford Ranger. We had slaves in the South, and that would have been oh, nice. Oh wow! Did you? We? Uh, I see. <laughs> there's the. There's your age coming through again, Grandpa. Ooh, we did. No, we didn't. But um, yeah. So so we uh, we. What the fuck was I gonna say? That was the main thing. That was the main focus. Oh, I know yeah. what it was. Because the winch broke. Like now, I gotta go get a forklift from Scott. You know, I gotta go down there and get that and use it. And now, though, we had to do this several times. We had airplanes coming that we had to lift up a few times. Normally, it's once every couple of weeks. It was like three fuselages in one week. Scott's employees or his brother's employees were getting a little tired of us. They have two forklifts. Mm -hmm. We were burning up. We were driving it from Scott's place to here on a little propane Just tank. Just burning up so much propane. <laughs> it, back and forth. They get the worst mileage ever. And one of them is an older, nice guy, but we showed up with my truck again. He just starts looking at us because we're at the door, and he knows we're there to bar the forklift. I said, look, I'm so sorry. Do you guys, do you guys have these tanks filled, or does someone come around and fill them? Because I owe Scott some propane. You know, I just I need to know how to do this, you know. Well, it's no big deal. I'm going. You guys hate us. I got a problem with my winch. We're fixing it soon. I can, whatever. But anyway, so Scott dropped off a car part down here because his wife's front fender cover uh, got smashed up or something. So mm -hmm. there's a brand new replacement Toyota bumper cover thing with, yeah. with a bunch of paint and proper materials. So I'm gonna paint that for him. So that that's what I'm gonna do. Boring story about everybody's yawning. But here's the fun part, right? Wasn't fun to live from the studio today when the door was open before it started raining. You could see all the bulldozery things. Just actual the work, rollers. work happening on out on the, is that the tarmac? That's yeah, a flight line? It's a, it's a, a ramp area. A ramp a, area. The southwest ramp area. Yeah, 13 acres worth that's getting chewed up with the miller or the grinder upper thing. Yeah. You saw the roller of the water truck. You saw the, the front end loader Folks, out there. This, is, this may be boring for 99% of all people who've ever existed on this planet. Yeah. But for Paul and I, Paul, because, you know, He's been out here and been told this is going to happen. It's going to get fixed since he moved here 15 in years like ago. yeah, fifteen years ago. And as long as I've known Paul, he's talked about this draw site getting fixed and this and that. It's actually they've broken ground. There They're doing is. work on it. Monday, and Monday, Monday. I can only Monday. imagine how elated you are. It's like if you're, it's like you, your favorite teams all in one year went to the, went to the Super Bowl, the national championship for yeah. basketball, the World Series, and the World Series of poker. 
all the same time. All the contractors, or a lot of the workers come here occasionally and go, oh, we're going to be doing this today and doing that. We're going to keep the dust down. And I, I've just got a smile on my face. And they're like, oh, oh we hope it's okay. You, know, you have no idea how happy I am that you're doing this. Yeah. Because I'm apparently I'm the best. You guys could be out there running around naked doing work. I don't care because you're doing right, work. It's getting, getting done out here. But we have other people on the airport that are just complaining about it constantly. I'm not. I said, I don't. This is great. I said, you have no idea how awesome this is. It's good. It's already looks. You haven't gone. You haven't actually stood right there and no. looked out there. No. In dirt right now, in that watered down rolled dirt, it looks better than it. Did, yeah. Than it did. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> so. Well, and my truck is not the greatest. I mean, it's a commuter truck. It's not meant for like it doesn't have a good ride unless it's got about five hundred pounds in the bed of it. Right. And it would beat the that pavement out there beat the shit out of me in my truck. It's and up, and it's it's fucked up, repugnant shit. But it's getting fixed. Yeah. But as it's we great, speak, like in the doors open, you can just see it going on back there. And of course. This is a sexist sounding this way, or what do you want to call it, or male, female show. I don't know, whatever the fuck it is. But if you want to stop a bunch of dudes that work on other stuff, and, and you get a bunch of construction equipment out there, that's what stops them all. Yeah. Hey, man, look at that. Dude, look at that thing. Oh, that thing. Look what that's, that's a doing. 950 <laughs> R400 front check, end check loader. God damn, look at that. Oh, my God. Look at that. That's a... 6,800 right. cat And the guys like, that kind of know what they're looking at with construction, they'll they'll talk about it. They'll be like, hey, man, you know what they're doing with that? They're doing this, then they're going to do that. And he goes, yeah, that's what I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of, yeah, that's what no, I'd If that's I were right. them, I would do this. It's, it's fodder <laughs> for conversation, <laughs> which reminds me, there's something we so have to funny. say. The guy that did the voice of Dale on... Oh, uh, on 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 King of the Hill yeah. passed away last week. Oh, he did. Yeah, he was young. So he was like I've he was like fifty five. That. That's why. It's yes, coming up. that's why. Okay. And I was like, and I always liked him because he was the conspiracy he was theorist. Fifty five years old. Yeah, yeah. The, his character on King of the Hill is so what? goddamn funny. Because people are younger than me that are dying. I want to know what happened. You know I don't what know. happened? I don't know what happened. Okay, he's old. He died. Wow, he's he old. made it almost. 55. He made it almost made it to sixty. <laughs> <laughs> almost to fifty six. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Oh, God. You're over 40. You're 43. Uh, 42. Thank 40. you. Oh, okay. 42. Thank you. You're on your way to 50. I'm on Ooh. I'm on the going home side of the road now. You, you are definitely on the going home side. Yeah, of the road. I'm, I'm at middle age. Started taking that AARP stuff in the mail. It's gonna F- I've been getting it for years because my friend and, and my other friend, Paul, in Georgia. Fucking Mate, dick. Put, put you on the list. I was like 30 when he started, like, he put me, signed me up for AARP <laughs> and shit. But you know what was fucked up? In my 20s, you know what he did? He put my name in for recruiters and said, like, because, you know, you're. ASVAB is good until I think you're 30, and they might, yeah. they might, there might be some cognitive decline. So I took the ASVAB in high school, and mm-hmm. he and I took the same ASVAB. He ended up going into the Coast Guard. I didn't go in the in the military at all, mm-hmm. and he knew that those recruiters were always down my throat because I scored really high because I'm smart, right? And they, or I was back then, and they, uh, he filled out a you know, like, are you interested in joining the Marines? And they came to my house. <laughs> For years, they're worse than the Mormons. Years, they're worse than the uh, Seventh so, Day. So much more worse <laughs> than the Mormons, because at least those guys, like, in, if I'm in, like your mid twenties, that recruiter, like the Marine Corps recruiter, especially, was like, "Hey, man, you want to go uh, get some beers over the timeout tavern? Let's go over there, <laughs> yeah, man. They know how to Let's sell talk, a little bit different. Oh, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. They and they know the proper age group because I've talked to you know our mutual friend. You're not really going to argue with him about religion or anything. No, I don't not... have no because like that's the thing. The Jehovah's Witnesses, I can just be like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm gay, super fucking gay," and then they never come back. <laughs> the Mormons, they're like, "Ah, we can change them. We can probably change them, and they'll come back." But like like the Mormons, I've never gotten tough with them because I don't I don't. I just don't. I did. I got tough with with. It, it wasn't a, the missionary. It was a. Uh, we're amongst Mormons but, too. We're. Oh, we're. I, 
I used to say infested with Mormons until I got in trouble for saying that by my child a long time ago. But I don't think she would care now. We're, we're among like, Mormons. What was like Louis Black about the Jew people? The, if you all, have a question about Jews, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. Believe me, they will love to talk about <laughs> about being Jewish. About being Jewish. They live. Wait, how's he go? He goes, go ask him. They are living among you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I you love him saying the way he would. Do say you remember that. Lewis Black doing his back in black? <laughs> yes. Um, on uh, uh, on Daily, the Daily Show. Yeah. Oh fuck, his rants, and he just sounded like my dad. Right. Like an old man screaming at a cloud. Mm-hmm. And my dad always says, like, man, that man knows what he's talking about. He should run for president. I'm like, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because he's like, the way he says it, that Jewish people, they'll take the time out of the day <laughs> to talk to you. They love to talking. To talk about being Jewish <laughs> and all the misery that they have. <laughs> my back hurts. I can't get a bagel in the southern Germany. Like, the, 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 the bit is hilarious. It is. But it's also kind of true. It is true. That's why it's really hilarious. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. The oh the, the yeah you, you, the Mormons are kind of easy to get rid of if you're nasty to them once. I don't like being that nasty no. to people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're coming to my house, you're bothering me. Right. I did, I did uh, when I worked, uh, or no, I li- was living with Mike when I was downtown. I remember hearing the doorbell like ring mm-hmm. every day at around between like ten and noon every day. It would wake me up, you know, because I was you know working nights. Right. We'd go back to sleep. Finally, one day, like four o'clock, I'm up. I'm drinking my coffee, having a bowl of oatmeal, whatever the hell I was eating. Doorbell rings, and I get up. I'm not expecting anybody. I'm not dressed. I'm not cleaned up. My hair is all fucked up. And uh, and like, oh, hello. Uh, we're looking for Joe Fellers. Are you him? And I said, I am. Can I? Oh God, elders. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> are you familiar with the Latter Day Saints? And I'm like, yeah, married one. She isn't one anymore. Neither is the rest of her family, and neither is my daughter. Um. Were you guys the ones coming by between 10 and noon every day this week? Oh, yeah, we were trying to catch you. Somebody told us that uh, you had moved. <laughs> and uh, and, here we and are. I'm like, really? I'd really love to know who that person was because, <laughs> one, it's a giant violation of privacy, and, two, I've been telling you guys no since 1998. Right. So please leave me alone. Right. But More, that's, their, that's their job. Anyway, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. No, it yeah, is. It doesn't really bother them. They're proselytizing. Much. They're probably yeah. some bumfuck Arkansas. They have, they've never been out of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So I just, I said, just please leave me alone. I work nights. I work, and you know, this is middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am stressed to the max. I don't need this, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as courteous as possible. And they're like, okay, well, you have a nice day. Any chance, you know, can we leave you some literature? Trust me, I don't want it. Right. And then they left, and I didn't hear from them again. Right. And they haven't found me at my new house, so that's fine. That's great. And I've been there almost a year and a half, so that's fine by me. And I'm, I can almost smell the Mormon church from where I'm at. Sure. It's right down the road. But anyhow, yeah. The easiest ones to get rid of are the Jehovah's Witnesses, though, which I have friends that are Jehovah's Witness, and I've told them this story, and they th- they think it's funny because mm-hmm. uh, they know that they have they they know internally that that, that they uh, annoy people, right, and that they're a butt of a lot of jokes because they're kind of like them and Mormons and Baptists. They just they just accept that's it, their they but they don't care. They they right. feel like they have something that they want to share with people that's re- inherently good, and that's cool. More power to them. Just don't bother me on the weekends, man. Just don't do it. Uh, I, would, I can agree with that. Most people work pretty hard during the week, and anyway, it's like, I just, the it's last, weekend is mine. Yeah, don't fucking wake me up. Don't wake me up. I'm definitely not joining your goddamn religion. Like, I don't care if it's nothing but, like, uh, daily afternoon blowjobs and just beautiful women and everybody has plenty of money. I If you wake me up, uh, you're going to catch the fucking wrath because yeah. I don't like to be woken up. I just don't. I get it. I barely sleep as it is. 
So I when I just want to fucking murder people. Yep. Anyhow. Yeah. Now I sound like an, there I go. I'm sounding like an old man. You are. You yeah. Because you're getting. I'm there. tired, man. I'm fucking tired. Uh, so you went to Phoenix this uh, weekend. I did surprise uh, birthday party for uh, my our friend Sean, and, and uh, uh, it, was, it was almost a turn and burn, kind of. Yeah, I got down kind there of? about eleven o'clock and on Saturday and left Sunday morning by about ten. Mm-hmm. So about t- about not quite twenty four hours, which is fine. I love that guy. He's always been so hospitable to me. He gives me a place to stay when I go to Phoenix. Yeah. Ha- always always will buy if there's if there's a concert he thinks that I might be slightly interested oh, in I know. and it's he on a weekend you know. yeah. he'll let me know in like five days in advance hey man uh, I purchased an extra, extra ticket in case you wanted to come down this weekend oh cool yes I would love to go see TLC and En Vogue and Shaggy let's do that <laughs> that's awesome uh, so the least I can do is go down and celebrate the my 40, uh, 40 years of his, my friend 40, being yeah. yeah being on this earth did, um, and it was a nice soft surprise party where we didn't yell and scream or anything. We're like, hey, what's up, man? Do you think he, um, I mean, I, I assume he, he loved it once he knew what was going on. Was yeah, he was a little uncomfortable and like over just overwhelmed okay. for about maybe 15 minutes. Do you think there was any in his mind like, oh, I was hoping to have a relaxing afternoon? Uh, he told me, he texted me yesterday and I said, I hope everything went well. I hope you were able to kind of chill and really have a good time. It seemed like you did, but I also know that you're good at putting up a front. He goes, no, man, after the first 15, 20 minutes, I was fine. Mm-hmm. I was, I had about five seconds where I was annoyed because I was just kind of wanted to come home and go to bed, but it's because I was, I was just like bummed out and tired. Yeah. And, uh, but, then he but I'm glad I, I totally <clears throat> rallied. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. He's like, I, I snapped out of that after a few seconds mm-hmm. and we had a good, good time, good food, good people. Only the closest friends were invited, which makes me feel nice. So is there any uh, evidence of um, of uh, more of I-11 or you want to call it being built? Or, oh, hell yeah. Or down, down Every like, trip I make, which has been Because they kind of pause. It seemed like it was a pause for a while. Like, like they made it, some good progress it the and heat. it wasn't. It was the heat. Okay. I found that out. I actually, uh, there is a guy who's a regular at Blackbridge who mm. has a little bit to do with project management for that. But he's actually mm. going to have way more to do when things, when they really start rolling uh, for the downtown interchange. Okay. Uh, and he, I asked him, I'm like, hey, what's the deal? Like, I, I've been going to, I go to Phoenix regularly about once a month. What's the deal with what, that? What's the deal, deal. with I-11? <laughs> no, uh, I, I just asked him, like, it seemed like they stopped work. He goes, the heat. Okay. Once it gets up above, like, if that, the, they can't put asphalt down. Yeah. If it's above a certain temperature, just no matter. This won't it, hold together. It, well, yeah. it won't, yeah, it won't hold together because it, it won't, it won't settle. Yeah. It'll, the, uh. And we you know, had asphalt a is long t- run of hot days. Yeah. You know, it's summer and it's Especially Arizona, down but there. it's been... He, he said something you know. to the effect of, basically, that asphalt... Asphalt is a mixture of tar and rocks, mm-hmm. which I'm like, I, yeah, more I get or less, it. Yeah. More or less. He said the tar won't set up. Okay. Like, it's coming out at, like, 200 degrees, 250 just, just degrees. It can't cool down enough. And if yeah. it, it has to set at about 140 and it's baking in the sun, mm-hmm. it's 170. 180. Right. And then it doesn't take that many hours to cool and down at night. It just can't. It does, and it doesn't. And it's not cost effective. He yeah. said, you know, if if it were someplace that were closer to water, they would just run water trucks over it and it would be fine. So now you can tell, though, there's but, work has but they com- did, com- recommenced. Or I whatever. went down there the weekend of July 23rd. It's It was uh, August 12th when I went down there. Okay. So what is that? Uh, three weeks? August, yeah. About three weeks. In three weeks, they laid a few, several miles of new, brand new uh, pavement that had no markings or anything like that. Okay, so is there? So there's nothing. 
I know they have different sections, but is there any new sections you can drive on now that are divided more than there were? No, it's actually more of a bottleneck. Um, just, At the to, just yeah, yeah, you know that they're just it's just north of Wickenburg. There's a gas station. It's br- like a brand new gas station. Well, five years, seven years old. Y- yes, yeah. And right there, it, it gets all fucked up okay. because they diverted the road and it goes to two lane blacktop and it's okay. shit. No passing lanes for like eight miles, but that. But it's getting closer. But eh. But uh, it's gonna be nice when it's totally divided. Like yeah. I, I know you said it used to be. We talked about this before in this show about how bad it really, really used to be. Really bad. Well, yeah, it was uh, just two lane for. It was two ever. lane with a, a passing lane every fifteen miles, maybe twenty miles sometimes. And then at night, and just people getting mad and, and running past people. That oh that road is actually is one of those one of the craziest things. It's a crazy concept when you think about it. Until it was insane to me. It, until it was explained to me. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law had said, uh, so we were driving, it was, it was Linda and I, it was my ex-wife, uh, when we were still married, and Portia was a little baby, mm-hmm. and we went to Tucson to visit my grandfather, and, and my dad was down there, and, and my uncle and aunt and some cousins, and, right. you know, their first, not first time seeing her, but as after being like a newborn, when she has somewhat of a personality, <laughs> and my father-in-law said, you better... I want you. To, I don't want you to leave early in the morning. If you leave early early in the morning, I want you to get on that stretch south of Wickenburg, or south of Wiki up to Wickenburg. I want you to be on that stretch before the sun comes up because it's safer at night. Oh, and I was like, that makes no fucking sense. But I smile and nod because it's my father in law, and I just I didn't I didn't feel like fighting with him that day. I mentioned it to my dad as like making fun of my father in law, right? And my dad goes, no, he's absolutely correct. My dad, being a truck driver, mm-hmm. career truck driver, yes, at that point, thirty years. And he said, no, you can see headlights a lot farther than you can see a car. True. You can. And you can yeah. you can really tell. Sometimes if you look, I mean, often a mile off, you can't really tell if a car is in your lane. If it's a two-lane road, you can't tell if it's in your lane or not. But if, it's, if, 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 it's, if they have headlights on and it's dark, especially out there where it's pitch black, it is safer. Yeah, so I haven't driven a lot at night uh, on that. I've driven some, but definitely during the day there have been – you know, several fatal accidents that yeah. I was caught up in, um, or slowed down because of. Oh uh, yeah, for yeah, that was, that was all during the day. It's fucking terrible, and it scares me every time. I'm always anxious the whole time. I've stopped listening to music on the way down there. I listen to podcasts now. I don't, I don't blame because you. the music is distracting. And you completely, obviously, your phone is upside down in a way. Oh yeah, no, no texting. Like you yeah. were blowing me up and asking me questions about Friday night on Saturday morning as I'm driving, and I just text you. Driving, that's fine. I just text you driving. Yep. And you and I knew you wouldn't. You didn't even text me back. You're like, oh. Okay. I know you're on the way yeah. down there, especially you know that's it's not bad. You know, there's nothing. It's reasonably safe between here and Vegas now. All that's oh yeah, hundred percent divided, and a lot of it's repaved, and and the. Majority of it's in pretty good shape. There are some areas that are still pretty fucked up from potholes. And yeah, whatnot, but but it's yeah, it's a big difference. So I have to bring this up because I don't get to go to one very often, like a, a, a Costco, a whorehouse. I went to a uh, co- no, I don't. What? I've never. I, I've you call those I, all the time, Paul. I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> sorry. Um, house of ill repute. House of ill repute. Yeah. The uh, Costco. I've never been to a... Uh, not never. I haven't been to a Costco in probably 15 years. What's the other big one? Sam's Club. So you go to Sam's more than yeah, Costco? Yeah, I go to Sam's Club. Well, there's well, I buy some stuff at Sam's Club once or twice a month it's here. For, for Blackbridge. Because yeah. it's down a bullhead. It's, a, it's quick. Is there it's, a Costco down there somewhere, too? No. Okay. No, the nearest Costco is in Las Vegas. Got it. Okay, go ahead. So I don't get a chance to go to... Or an opportunity to go to Costco. It's a different clientele. It is decidedly, vastly older than the Sam's Club crowd. Costco is older. Holy shit, yes. Okay. And I'm there. I'm hanging out with uh, Sean's cousin. It's me and her. She's like, 
mid-20s. I'm early 40s. And she turns to me and she goes, do you realize that we are the youngest people? Like, she's like, you're the youngest person here other than me, other than kids. Like, you're the youngest person here by, like, probably 40 years. Mm. Because it's not regular people pushing carts. It's all the little zippy scooters. There was probably a hundred of them in so, there. So do they cater to that crowd more? Well, I think maybe it's because of the, the, the where it's at. Okay. But here's the thing. Sam's Club, the Sam's Club I go to is down in Bullhead City. It's all fucking retirees down there. Yeah. Now, granted, it could be I go there early in the morning, and that's usually business owners, which is why I'm going down there, is people buying bulk things for their businesses and paper towels and toilet paper and whatnot. Right. But... I don't know. It wasn't. It was you know three o'clock in the afternoon, and Costco was packed. Do they have more samples at Costco? Then? No, no. Does I was, Sam's I was, have samples I was, anymore? Uh, if ever, all these places s- cut out. No, Sam's Club definitely has samples because Josh and I went there last week. You could have a meal at you some could, of these places. I did. I you did. Just walk around and just oh, okay, I'm full. It's like a <laughs> Sam's Club tapas bar, but you have to walk to each tapas <laughs> to eat for each each individual tapas. Right. Tapa. Yeah, it, I could not fucking believe the. Uh, and and I'm it's Arizona. It's been a retirement state for years. Sure. And so there's and and, and I and I don't get me wrong. I'm not that ageist, except in certain instances. But in this case, I was just shocked at the average. I bet the average age, if you throw out people's kids or grandkids, you're gonna throw were, out the kids. Throw out the kids. Out the no, like no. just you take the kids out of the equation. The okay. average age was probably 75, and I'm not even joking. Wow. Okay. So it's the area probably. Then. Yeah, and it. But I just I still wonder though if we take if everything is everything is equal, do do they do the older people? I tend wonder, to go I to wonder Costco if they, if they tend Sam's. to go to Costco more than Sam's. Yeah, I'm just I don't know. Curious, you know? I, yeah, I'm, maybe I'm, it's the name Costco. It sounds like an well older I, person would go. To, I oh, remember it's Costco way way back when going to Price Club with oh, God, my with yeah. my. Do you remember Price Club? Oh yeah, yeah. Costco bought Price Club like thirty years ago, mm-hmm. and Price Club went away. My grandfather was pissed. Until he found out that his membership was going to go down. Oh, and he went... And it, like, oh, okay, they reduced in price. <laughs> He's like, I'm fine now. My grandfather was so cheap. He was frugal, but he was cheap as fuck. He never threw anything away. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I told you, when he passed away in 2002, my dad and I went through his stuff, and we found tax returns back to the 60s. Can't get rid of those. His, we found his... Like, his... It's funny, because it says uh, uh, Army Records, and we started going through that. It's DD-214, and had all this fucking... All, like, yeah, well, that's kind of cool. Transfer... But, but yeah, tax but, returns? Yeah, but he didn't keep it in, like, a... a, a, a like a footlocker in oh. or in like an album or it something like, like that. It was it was shit. in with us it was in the filing cabinet with all the tax returns from those <laughs> years. <laughs> Including his transfer paperwork and Oh god. Home man, like like the original deed to his uh machine shop that closed in like nineteen seventy. Part of my view now is I hope I still hold this is like you know what? If these people if it's really important the guy can hold of me, they'll they'll get a hold of me. Boom, yeah. it's gone. Done. <laughs> like you haven't paid this in this long. Okay, now uh, I like, now I've got your attention. Yeah, now I've got your attention. <laughs> And I just remember my grandfather going in and like and and he was so cheap. This is so fucked up. About six months after my grandmother died, he went into Costco, newly changed over mm-hmm. uh, to 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 from Price Club that he'd been going to for ten years at this point. And I was with him, mm-hmm. and we went in there and we this went is up the to first the, time he's the first into? time he's been okay, in there since him, my okay. you know and I'm with him and because he wanted Joey, I need your strong back, and I'm like fifteen or sixteen. Sure. We go and do his like because he would shop every six months. Go to the grocery like a small grocery store just for odds and ends and produce. But most of his shit was it came. I mean he'll he'll buy like fifteen cans of Maxwell House and shit like that. Wow. At Costco and he went up to the membership counter, like one does, Mm -hmm. and 
we're standing there and waiting in line to get up to the talk to the lady. And he goes, yes, um, my, my wife passed away about six months ago. And the lady's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. He goes, thank you. I appreciate that. So I was wondering if I get a discount on my membership since it's only for one person. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know he was going to do this. I thought I was just going to go there and help him load, like, coffee and or, toilet or, paper and stuff. Or try to get a card changed over just to his name or something like that. Yeah, or something like drop like, her off the account or something. Something practical like, like, like that. Because he didn't want to see, like, Charles, right, didn't want to be Charles and, and, and Laura Fellers. He just wanted to get a discount now that she's dead. <laughs> and the, the lady, you know, she, she, I'll never forget the look on her face. She goes, no, sir, it's a membership is for the family. He goes, well, I, I don't really have any family. This is my family, but he's, he's my grandson. He lives up in <laughs> – he doesn't even live here. And, and, and now at this point you're going, oh, and, God. And I'm, I just wanted to crawl into a hole and die somewhere. My <laughs> grandfather's so fucking shameless about being cheap. He uses his dead wife as a fucking – Right. Like, just – but my grandmother would have died laughing at that. Like she would have walked right. away, pretending like she was angry, and she would have been like, "God damn you it, know, Charles!" Probably my grandmother and grandfather would have done the same thing too, because they were, you know, they had they saved, they grew up through the depression, but had a pretty decent business and did really well over yeah. the decades. Yeah, were not left for anything. You know, they didn't, they weren't extravagant at all because they saved everything. Is right. World War Two and the depression, all kind of shit. Yeah, but they had everything. But she would still in her old age would be clipping coupons and shop on the best double coupon days yeah. and all that shit. Didn't have to do this at all, but she probably would have laughed also if that were the same case. Some, some, yeah, that kind like of she situation. She would be cheering him on. Yeah, get that discount. Yeah, those two went through, my <laughs> grandparents, and I'm sure your grandparents as well, went through so many trials and tribulations oh, over the years. We have no idea. My grandfather being accused of being a communist because <laughs> oh, he hired uh, hired women and, and black people in his machine shop. That does uh, sound very communist. So yeah, definitely, you know. Yeah. Uh, something about equality and whatnot, and and you know just just people boycotting his business, people picketing in front of his business. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Because of and that. Because of that. Because yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all the ups and downs and having kids and 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 you know the recessions and whatnot. They both grew up during the depression. They went through multiple recessions throughout the '60s and '70s. The gas crunch, the, that that like you all right that through shit. the depression, and then the uh, all the they went through all the World War II. The uh, the um, uh, recycling. I mean, everything that we were saving, everything yeah. for the war effort. Yep, that's what pe- people did. This yeah, people don't realize. Yeah, you steel was in one can, copper. Yeah, everybody did this. Yep, for the war effort. So anything after that's kind of like <laughs> whatever. Yeah, we can figure it out. Yeah, you and know. so they had a distinct kind of. They, they, those those folks had a, that whole generation had a very distinct personality when it came to dealing with trials and tribulations because mm-hmm. they went through some of the worst. So yeah, I w- I'm anyway. So back to Costco. And I and the and my grandfather was like, oh well, all right, well you know I, I had to ask, but I don't think it's right to pay thirty three dollars a year for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, I'll tell you what, sir, let's do this. And he gave her or she gave him a fifty dollar Costco gift card. Oh, she goes, this will go toward your next membership. How's that? Because it's due in a few months. And he mm-hmm. said, okay, that sounds good. And he immediately blew that on extra shit. I was gonna say at, at Costco, Werther's candy. I think he got like a fifty-pound bag of Werther's. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> no, knowing my that and my Werther's and Wrigley sugar-free Werther's and Wrigley gum, spearmint gum. He probably bought a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> N- uh, uh, double mint, double mint was his his jam. That's so funny. I mean, but you have to you have to kind of it's silly, but you have to appreciate it too because we we don't understand the frugality of it all. I mean, I do. To a certain degree, because right. I've 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 been that broke before. I've been that uh, where you juggle um, 
you know that the water won't get shut off until you're 30 days past due, so that can wait. Oh yeah, you but the electric and the gas won't get shut off. Uh, they'll, they'll get shut off back like 15 days, so you like, have to like, pay those. Like first. the bills aren't real serious till they start showing in red envelopes. Correct. Yes. <laughs> it's like okay, that now kind I of stuff. Or you learn how to turn on your own water. Oh yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I like to think that uh, King City Kingman uh, Water Department installed locks on their on all their meters because of me. Because it would get, sh- it was like, it was like, it was like every other month it would get shut off, and I'm like, I would pay it. I was just, I was just irresponsible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or my shitty girlfriend at the time was irresponsible. Had, that had, the water bill was her job. I have people, you know, they'll, again, they'll put a, a lock on the meter, like you say, or they'll put a different kind of meter in there. But I've had friends just bust those off and just yeah. use, and then now it doesn't work at all. But they, they put big copper, put they, their, put their own, boom, in there. to make their own. Yeah, my friend called them slow blow fuses. <laughs> That's what he called oh, them. They weren't actually a fuse, of course. They just carried all the current it needed. Yes. It was copper pipe flattened out and they with big rubber gloves, and they would just <laughs> and get their power to their... Like putting a penny. Exactly. Like putting a penny in it instead of a fuse. Yeah, it'll work it, just fine. My <laughs> grandfather did that shit. He goes, it's house current. It's not that big of a deal. It's not... I'm like, this... They'll burn this place to the ground, Grandpa. He's like, eh, you have a hose outside, out front, and out back. It's got running water. We have running know, water. Like, yeah. Be yeah, thankful. Yeah, no shit. Just be... <laughs> Be thankful you don't have to go outside to take a shit, Joey. My, I heard that. Or through the well. You have to go down in buckets oh, of water yeah. from the well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and he's right, though. Like, I it's get true. it. It's true. It wasn't that many years ago where everybody had to do this. That's true. It wasn't that yeah. many years ago. Like and it, Joe Rogan like to talk about, that's one people ago. You know what I mean? One, one people ago. It's like yeah. 75 years yeah. ago, if you're one person, that is that's what? one people uh, ago. 1920, in the 20s. Wait, I mean, in the 40s. Excuse me. Yeah, it's not that. That's World War II. You, okay, think about this. When I was born, I, th- I saw this. When I was born, it's nineteen sixty-three. There you go, people. There it is. It was twenty years. Twenty years. I've lived here for fifteen years. Twenty years prior to that, fucking Hitler was running all over Europe. Yeah. Twenty years prior to when I was born, it was Hitler in World yeah. War Two. Yeah. That's just weird for me to think about. I mean, I, I watch these read stuff, and you see all the movies and all that, but then I started thinking about it, going. That was just 20 I, years I prior love, to when I was born. I love timeline stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, one of my favorites is Martin Luther King Jr. and Anne Frank were born in the same year. Oh, and somebody else. Some, there was somebody else famous. Like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg or something. Was born, all three were born in the same <laughs> oh, year. Oh, God. Which is just bonkers when yeah. you think about that. Yeah. Uh, another one is that uh, uh, Cleopatra, who we usually associate with the ancient Egyptians, mm-hmm. she, that, that she was queen of egypt mm-hmm. but not ancient egyptian cleopatra lived closer to our time than the, when the pyramids were built oh my god the little thing because you, you think about we don't think about that well oh, we should put some around on the pyramids yeah no no not like at the all. pyramids were already ancient they were and thousands mis- of were, years and old. hadn't been cracked open yeah like they'd been sealed shut you know because she was horning around with caesar and stuff well ah caesar she was from, a, she was a, from the ptolemaic dynasty so she was like who else was she slutting around with I mean, I wasn't there. I know you like to think I was. Uh, <laughs> what is this fucking name? There's a couple not, people. Not Alexander was, the Great. That's yeah. Uh, it's, it was uh, a. It was a high. Uh, high uh, it was a. What's the guy that went over the mountains? That's Alexander the Great. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. With the with the elephants, over the Alps. That's right. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Let me think. Yep, I'm sure. <laughs> I can't. She think had a reputation. Put that. She had a rep. Wait. Long before. Long before. Uh, uh, TikTok and. Oh, she had a rep. <laughs> wow. She did. Okay, another During the break. One look at who Cleopatra was horning around the, with. How many people ago? Comment reminded me of something. 
And it's one right. of my favorite little factoids. Right. And this is true because I have to look it up. And I want to make sure the guy's still alive. And he's still alive as of like last week. Okay. President John Tyler, early 1800s. Jesus. Okay. Was having kids well into his 70s. And he has a grandson that's still alive. Holy shit. John Tyler. Wow. Like the fifth president or something like that. Yeah. Seventh president. He has, still has. Jesus. And the guy's in his 90s, but he is, he is a direct descendant of John Tyler. How come we're not still wearing tricorn hats? Oh, because they're not they're that ugly. They, they weren't that they weren't that cool. They were kind of funny. They're really dumb. They're, what they, were they all about? They serve no purpose. They're flash. That's all they were. They're just they're nothing but flash. Tricorn hats. No one cares about the tricorn hats. And the and the worst was the 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 Napoleonic hats that were kind of like tricorns, oh, a little God, more but fashionable. Oh, like sideways and up this oh, way. Oh, for and... fuck's sake! They look so <laughs> stupid, so dumb. All the hat designers are having fun or being really stupid about oh yeah just trying to figure shit yeah dumb i'm shit loving out. these memes about like oh if you have a you, you love the founding fathers but uh but you you have a problem with trans folks let's go back to what the founding fathers were wearing wigs powdered makeup right rouge uh tights and by the way in certain heels on their shoes come on right yeah, they did look pretty uh and, and that's what a lot of the queens like to wear now if you will you know what i mean they, yeah similar it's right in there yeah that's why that's why you were saying that john tyler was the 10th president okay and he lived 1790 to 1862. Jesus. So he lived like well, that was 70 years. But then he's like his like his grandchildren. Yeah, he was 71. Was? I think he had a kid. I think he had a kid that was born after he died. Okay, turn around real quick, Joe. Just just what? look and you, God damn it, never mind. I don't care about the news. No, 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 no. It's it's not the news. He had 15 children. Jesus. With two different spouses. I feel sorry for his wife. Oh, two wives. I feel sorry for both of them. The one wife said, "I'm out of here." Because I'm not doing this anymore. I gotta find. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's John Tyler, one of those early presidents. I'm almost positive. It's like grand person is still alive. Is that what you said? Uh, he's got a grand. Let's see. Daughter, son, still alive. Yeah, like he had a daughter. Excuse me. Julia Gardner, with whom he had seven children. Yeah, he had. With Jennifer Gardner? No, 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 no. He no. so he had his second wife. Uh, last child was born in 1860, and she lived to be lived to 1947. Wow! And one of her She's part it, of was, the it was it was era. it was her care. It, yeah, she was ki- she was probably killed in Roswell in 1947. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he has a um granddaughter. He has a grandson. That's still alive. As of May 2023, Tyler has one living grandson through his son, Lion Gardner Tyler, making him the earliest former president with a living grandchild. Harrison Ruffin Tyler was born in 1928 and maintains the family home, Sherwood Forest Plantation in Charles City, Virginia. So for him, the 10th president was two people ago. Yeah, that's two people ago. As Joe Joe liked to say. The 10th president of the United (laughs) States. The 10th president. That's fucking bonkers to me. Two people ago. And he's old. I mean, he's 90. It would be 95 this year. And I always yeah. think to figure out, okay, when the space shuttle first flew, like the space shuttle has been around longer than okay. whatever the fuck it is. Think it's about just, this. The space shuttle the, the space shuttle hasn't been. For as long it, as it was around. For yeah. 12 years. And it's, been, it, for, it's been out of commission since 2011. Right. For 12 years. Right. That's crazy to me. Yeah. How Yeah. The, I, time is on my side. That's why Pink Floyd knew their shit when they had that song called Time. Yeah, you know, I, I used to really enjoy Pink Floyd's music until I met you, and then you started picking it all apart, and now I'm just like, I guess I've done nothing with my life. 
<laughs> kicking around on a piece of ground in your hometown. And Jeremy, yeah, I, I Jeremy, fucking hate it. They, they're nailing this song now. They really are. They're they're doing, I love the acoustic job. version of it. Oh yeah, and I love that it's it, it is essentially the Tyler Childers version of Time. It is, which is just fantastic. And I got a feeling he's gonna be keep he kind of keep ironing on it, massaging oh, yeah. it. It's gonna yeah. be great. He, he can't leave a song alone. It's no. great the way you can do no. that. No, he can't leave it well enough alone. <laughs> let's take a break. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back, folks. Well, can't you see that it's just raining? There ain't no need to go outside. But baby, you hardly even notice when I try to show you. Song is meant to keep you doing what you're supposed to. Waking up too early, maybe we could sleep. Make you banana pancakes, pretend like it's the weekend now. And we could pretend it all the time. And can't you see that it's just raining? There ain't no need to go outside. Maybe like a ukulele Mama made a baby Really don't mind the practice Cause you're my little lady Lady, lady love me Cause I love to lay you lazy We could close the curtains Pretend like there's no world outside Then we could pretend it all the time Lord. And can't you see that it's just rain Ain't no need to go outside Ain't no need, ain't no need mm -mm -mm. Can't you see, can't you see Rain all day and I don't mind But the telephone singer ringing It's too early, don't pick it up Just so easy when the whole world fits inside of your arms Do we really need to pay attention to the alarm? Wake up slow, mm -mm. wake up slow But baby, you hardly even notice When I try to show you this song is meant to keep you up from doing what you're supposed to Waking up too early Banana pancakes, pretend like it's the weekend now. And we could pretend it all the time. Yeah. And can't you see that it's just raining? There ain't no need to go outside. Ain't no need, ain't no need. Rain all day, and I really, really, really don't mind. Can't you see? Can't you see? All right, so during the break, I recalled a dream that I had. I'd written it down when I woke up in the middle of the night because it was so weird and so Recently? vivid. Yeah. Uh, truth be told, I took a uh, little, I took about a two-week uh, weed break because I only, I only smoke pot to go to sleep. Okay. Right, because okay. I'm not somebody who can function uh, on weed. And for all those people out there that want to tell me, like lots of my friends have told me, oh, you should try sativa. 
Sativa puts me out for 20 minutes. I'll, I'll fall asleep for 20 minutes, wake up panicky for three hours. So that's heart not heart racing, and that's not fun. No. And But Indica or an Indica-dominant strain will put me asleep for six hours. And we're talking one bowl, half of a joint, and I'm out. And it's good sleep. I wake up. Sometimes I wake up and my back kind of hurts because I slept so hard I didn't move. Right. Okay, but I took a weed break, and I knew this. Just to kind of to reset your body. Just to reset my body. Tolerance felt like it was getting – like it wasn't – the same amount wasn't giving me the same effect. And and uh, to be perfectly honest, I, you know, I smoked cigarettes for all those years, and smoking – Weed makes me want to smoke cigarettes. Okay, that's not good either. And but the thing is, is that if I fall asleep within fifteen or twenty minutes, I'm less likely to pick up a cigarette. Okay. Now, more than likely, what'll happen is I lit a cigarette and I'll smoke part of it and just hate myself. Right. I did that about a year and a half ago. Okay. And at, was super drunk, Boulder City Beer Fest after party, and somebody was, I was smoking. Say, and I was you like, wouldn't normally have cigarettes at your no, house. I'm no, guessing. no, 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 no. Okay. And that, then I like, but that 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 nicotinic drive in your brain will it'll be there the rest of my life. I'm sure. It's yeah. just easier and easier to overcome. Anyway, so I took a weed break for about two weeks, and I knew going into it that there was a chance I could have really vivid dreams for the first few nights, and I did. And one of them. I uh, I wrote down everything I could remember, and it just gets weirder and weirder. So somehow I had I became mayor of Kingman. Yeah, that's that ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> that's a great idea, Joe. And so I became mayor of Kingman, mm-hmm. and it's a very quick flash of uh, like the handoff and swearing in, you know, from Ken Watkins, and it's probably because I've seen Ken Watkins a lot, our you know current mayor. Sure. I've seen him a lot in the past, like two weeks. I ran into a Walmart twice. I ran ran into him at Safeway. Wow. Uh, or not Safeway, uh, 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 Sam's Club. Saw him at the Chamber of Commerce meeting one morning, and this and that and the other, like all sorts of stuff. Jesus. Okay. So it's probably why that's in there. Okay. Right. So he, I remember like the handshake. Hey man, keys keys to the city are yours, which is weird. That's that's and a that's, weird that's, thing. That's, yes. That is a weird. That's thing. not that's, how it happens. That's not how it happens. <laughs> It's not like a. It's not like five keys. They're like that's for the shitter, the special mayor t- shitter, the gold. It's the plated, front door to the, the council chamber. Yeah, front door of the council chambers. Your 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 special mayoral shitter and a city car and a city, city car because it won't start. Yeah, because mine won't start, and it's like an old like ninety eight Chevy Impala. <laughs> yeah. Has cigarette burns with all a the couple seats. big dents. Yeah, from prior mayors. So, uh, I. Uh, I remember that, and then you were there because you were on city council, and I made you my vice mayor. Oh, God. Or we made you vice mayor. Okay. And so then, far, so good, I and, guess. And then it flashes to us at the White House. Right. Inauguration day. Wait. Not the White House, we, the uh, the Capitol. The we, all the mayors. In D.C. The mayors and, mayors and a plus one were all invited to in in Washington, D.C. Okay. I know they do the governor thing that way. They don't do and, a mayor's thing. Do they do a mayor's I thing? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know where my... The mayor's I, won't fit I think, in D.C. I have no idea where my fucking brain is okay. at on this but one. But that's where we are. Okay, so... Are we in the rotunda? Uh, no, we, we, we go to the swearing-in. We're like special guests of Oh, the, we're being sworn in the and capital. And who, who gets elected? I don't know. Press president? Ron DeSantis. Oh. Ron DeSantis has successfully run and got a vote in, voted in. Oh my gosh! And he's swearing and us in as no, 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 oh. no, no, no. We're just there as guests. Oh, we're like we're, the we're guests watching the swearing at, in of the at, new at president. His inauguration. Okay, maybe he's going to be president. He might. Yeah. So, and I apologize if my dream brought this into fruition, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So, as many of you know that long-term listeners of this, I 
know the like I I I don't know I wouldn't say she would recognize me and remember me I'm sure mm-hmm. but Casey Black DeSantis is Ron DeSantis's wife that's the first right. lady of because uh, you cop a field did you cop a field yes we we made out in sixth grade like the end under the shirt like over the, the shirt under the over the on. shirt over the okay, shirt just it. fucking <laughs> let's leave it at that okay. <laughs> I'm trying my best not to be too lewd because I've been lewd before. Okay, I, it is the first lady of Florida. I'm not going to be lewd. But anyway, that's fine. And, and it wasn't just kissing. If you remember right, just for anybody out there who's going to call me out for saying weird shit about her, I did like a year ago or so when DeSantis was coming under fire for not – he was out of out of public uh, – uh, public, uh, uh, The uh, public uh, eye. Public, he was out of the public like, eye for, Ron? for like two weeks, three yeah. weeks, something like that. And What's it was Ron because, doing? Yeah. Because she was going in for treatment for breast for cancer. Breast, yeah, he decided to check and, out for the and. I just what I the the fact of the matter is is that that the that left of center media just attacked him for that. Right. This guy can't be president. He did and well fuck you. Right. His fucking wife comes first. I don't give a shit who you think you are and who you think the governor of Florida should be. His wife comes first. Right. Anyway. So I have a personal tie to her because we went to 6th through like eleventh grade together, mm-hmm. a lot of the same classes yeah. and, and whatnot. I've just known or rode the same bus. You told me this a long high. time ago. Yeah, you, I went really. That's kind of blew my mind because I didn't know that. That I knew that she went to pretty prestigious private university. I can't remember what it is. We're on the East Coast, and I do know that she was an Olympic contender for equestrian riding, which I remember her doing mm-hmm. when when she was a kid. And um, she also played golf, and almost qualified for the LPGA. Oh and really? That's how she like. That's how she met Ron DeSantis somehow. Like they, they had something to do with her being a reporter for the Golf Channel okay. and met him. Whatever. Anyway, so I have this personal tie to the DeSantis family, kind of. And we were in D.C. watching the. We were in D.C. We were we were uh, special guests of uh, the the former governor uh, president elect. Ron DeSantis. So was it just us or the other mayors there too? There were other mayors there, but I didn't know any of them. I didn't. Right. I don't remember recognizing them. We were just sure. like, well, why did he invite us from Arizona? Because it wasn't all fifty states, right? And uh, but it was just a. It was like fifty people. Funny thing would have been probably in your dream. The way we got invited was because of your connection with. Because uh, yeah, she wanted to rekindle the relationship. Like, okay, yeah. funny you should mention that. So oh, <laughs> uh, she called you up lately. No. Oh. So <laughs> she's not exactly banging down my door. She's like, hey, I want to go ride in your 01 Ford Ranger. <laughs> Uh, anyway, she might be so, tired of the whole political thing. She may want to just punch out. <laughs> <laughs> just come she just here wants to, to hang out with the lowly mayor of Kingman, right? Exactly, <laughs> and uh, and his vice mayor, and, and our podcast. So, uh, what ended up happening uh, was we're, we watched the inauguration, the whole swearing in, and all that stuff, and then went to a party afterward. Sure, that's what uh, you do. That's what you do. Yeah, a bunch of them. And it was, and it was, but it was like the the, I mean, like you and I were wearing tuxes and shit, and sure, and whatnot, and then. Uh, we, I saw the now president, mm-hmm. uh, DeSantis came, came over and I said, Mr. President, uh, how are you? Said, Thank you so much for inviting us. I thought that was kind of odd. He goes, well, I believe in small town America. I came from a small town. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And I understand that you have uh, an existing relationship with my, <laughs> uh, or an existing connection with, with my, my wife, why my wife. And then she looks at me, she goes, Joe Fellers from Haywood elementary. How have you been? I'm like, I'm great. I have a daughter, and this, this like, is like, your up. dream. This and is your sta- dream. This is in my dream. This wow. is, and it's so fucking vivid. Okay. And the more I talk about it, and the, like the what I wrote down, it all jogs back little chunks of it. And uh, I, and then Paul, in Paul's 
in in Paul Gaines fashion, mm-hmm. had something very intense to speak to the president, the new oh, president. Like I, I gotta about. get something figured out. We gotta and sort this problem out. I, yeah. I said, my my my. This is my vice mayor, Mr. Paul Gaines. This is uh, Ron DeSantis. You know, da da da. Mm. I. Uh, I'd like to go get a drink. Casey, do you want to go get a drink with me? She's like, yeah, let's let these boys talk. And we went over and got mm-hmm. a drink. This is where shit gets fucked up. Oh, now it gets fucked up. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we go and get, uh, 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 this is so strange. I can't wait to tell Jeremy a this. A picture I hope of Jeremy Long Crystal. Island iced teas. No, no, <laughs> no, okay. no. Uh, she, I said, what's your drink of choice? She goes, honestly, after this whole campaign, and now this is all kind of over, and now I can start my new life, I'd really, I really would just like a scotch. Nice. And I was like, "Oh, what's your what's your uh, what's your favorite scotch? Mine's Laphroaig Ten, and she goes, "That's exactly what I was gonna get. It's it's it tastes like a burning hospital." Bound and I'm like, bow, "Oh, bow, that's it." Bow, so bow, 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 I and I like did the the smooth thing, and I was like, "Can we get uh, can we get uh, two burning hospitals? <laughs> two burning hospitals? I said, uh, <laughs> uh, two Laphroaig Tens, mm-hmm. uh, three fingers, three drops of water in each one, and you know what? Just leave the bottle because apparently we're sitting at a bar. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bar." In this party, it no. wouldn't be a bar, but we were but sitting is, at a bar. It's a dream. That's where we're going. It's a dream. It's yeah. all fucked up. Yeah. And we sat and drank that entire bottle and then went and made out in the bathroom. <laughs> in the bathroom. Okay. And then she said, you know, you can't tell anybody about this. And I said, no, I'm not going to tell anyone about this. And mm-hmm. she goes, but give me four years and I'll leave him. <laughs> this is really, I kind of was joking about that, but now she's going to come to Kingman. Okay. Okay. You know. it, and then my dream just cuts, and f- the next memory I have, like the life before I woke up, mm-hmm. she was on our podcast, and we'd been dating like six months. Wow. Living together. Like, she would come and throw kegs around at Black I love Ridge. this dream. This it's is one of the best dreams ever. so fucking strange <clears throat> to me. She's just, like, just here on the podcast. We're just talking. hanging out on the podcast. Like, she right. became the new host, and you weren't too happy about it, but you're kind of okay with it because <laughs> she told funny stories about Ron DeSantis. Right. I, In Florida. Ooh, Florida. What the fuck is wrong with my head that I that went there? So... Well, Paul's spidey sense. Well, I, I'm stingly. just seeing, well, there's that, and I thought, God, is there dust in you? There's a big sunbeam coming through the, check out the wing back there. Oh, it's so I thought it was dusty or it's something. so pretty. And No, 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 I don't care if it's pretty. I just thought, God, is something yeah. happening. Anyway, um, so I think that the weirdest dream, you're processing some stuff, right? Uh, well, there, it's, it's weird things because DeSantis is in the news more and more and more. Right. And the fact is that makes me think about Casey more and more because I actually sure. – um, Talked to a friend of mine from Ohio. And I see her on the news now and go, hey, yeah, Joe kind of yeah. got some. Uh, Stop. She, and she doesn't look any different. I mean, she yeah. obviously looks 25 years older, sure. but she doesn't She looks doesn't same, really look. She has look. the same. I would be able to pick her out from across Walmart. Yeah. She's she's a gorgeous, tall brunette, big, thick, curly hair, beautiful eyes. Yeah. Like, she's just. Attractive she's, woman. Yeah. She's very attractive. And I she was always very sweet and well-spoken. Mm-hmm. Like, even to me, like, she was, honestly, I think one of the re- things that kind of drove me in her direction being attracted is that she was just nice to me. Like, probably, because probably Ron doesn't deserve her. Oh, I don't know, man. I, the he guy, might. like, publicly, he seems like a dickweed, but, like, privately, man, he maybe he's a great fucking husband. He might, like, he I, might I, I would I would hope so. Because Good provider. Yeah, like all that. And she's, she's got her own fucking money. Like, yeah. that's for sure. Uh, but, uh, anyway, um... So what I think I, it is I is, think it, it's, is that it's, your brain is. Pro- I know you have connections, but to me, the more twisted stuff is in a dream, the more your brain is trying to reset. It's trying to get yeah. process weird shit. Well, and the, and the lack of or, lack of THC hitting it every night was really yes. like, oh god, we're gonna have some weird. Yeah, shit Yeah, your going brain on. has been altered. That kind of thing. Yeah. So fucking weird. It is weird. But also, I think part of it too is that last week, last uh, Monday or Tuesday, I got a phone call from a number I didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. 
except it was a 937 number. So I'm like, all right, this is probably somebody from Ohio. And uh, it was my friend Craig. Snyder is his name. And Craig, listen to the podcast. Shout out to Craig. And uh, he played uh, clarinet and uh, sousaphone and marching band. And we were marching band together. Like, just smoked dope together. Just, like, just good friends. And mm-hmm. have been, like, he's one of the people I wrote letters to when I first moved out here. Like, we okay. stayed in contact. Uh, and he called me up. He goes, dude, you know what I just found out? And I'm like, okay, what did you just find out? He goes, did you know that Casey Black is married to Ron DeSantis? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, man, I found that out a couple of years ago, and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. He goes, that's fucking nuts. Remember when you guys got caught making hey, remember, out? Remember, remember. That's exactly what it was. He's like, dude, you remember in sixth grade at the end of the year party we had at the park because we had like a half day, mm-hmm. and then it was like four or five hours that they had like a little DJ, and they had like punch and cookies and shit because we were going off to junior high, and they mm-hmm. threw a little party for us, had a little dance. So do you remember getting caught making out with her? Got all it? hopped up from the party. Yeah, yeah. It all hopped up on punch. <laughs> And he's like, dude, you remember when you got make, caught making out with her behind the tree, that big ass oak tree in the center of Troy Park? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I've told my friends about this, and like half of them don't fucking believe me. Hey, if I go back and to Ohio, tell me this. I want to see this tree if it's still I will, there. I, I, no, it's there. I can take you to it. I know right where to park. We this can will walk be right where there. you made out it's with. It's right next to the swirly blue and silver slide that's been there since I was a little so kid. So that, that's still there? 100%. Oh, I'd love 100%. to see this tree. It's, it's a well over 100 years old. We could so do a podcast 100. right there. <laughs> do a live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I said, yeah, man, it's crazy. And, and we got to talk. And just not really reminiscing, but he was kind of giving me updates because like, my mom knows a lot of people in Troy, and so does my brother. But my brother is nine years younger than me, and my mom is you know 26 years older than me, so mm-hmm. they don't travel in the same circles. Craig and I are the same age within like a week. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you know, remember so and so, like, the, and that was a oh, overdosed and died. Oh yeah. shit! Salutatorian of our class. Oh man, yeah. Went that down shit the fucking happened. Went man. down a bad crazy. path. Started stealing, stealing meds. Jesus, he was a nurse. It's not. See, started, nothing works yeah. out like you think it's going to from high school. No, whatever it the doesn't. Hell. It just doesn't. Yeah, and I. And that kind of bumped me out. He goes, I figured I, I want it's you terrible. to hear, hear it from me now, recent, where the, rather than. Later on down the road, six months from now, when your mom, when it hits your mom in the sewing circle, and I was like, yeah, you, he, he, and he was spot on, correct? And I was like, oh shit, that's that's really too fucking bad. And that guy was in bands, he, you know, we were in marching band together, mm-hmm. like, uh, and he was a uh, that guy that that passed was a uh, trombone player, and he was first chair. I was first chair, uh, baritone and euphonium, and we got to go to Ohio State together and 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 hang out with the Ohio State that marching sucks. band. Yeah, just a lot of good memories, and it's yeah. like. You know, but anyway, and he, that, but I know the reason why. And, and uh, so I see seeing Ken Watkins around a bunch, mm-hmm. talking to people and being an advocate for downtown Kingman a lot over the past several months because of the downtown yeah. project yeah. and all that stuff. And well, then he was, just, he and was just, a little bit on the fence a while back, but he's, he, he's yeah, changed. No, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which and great. which uh, I'm glad he was on the fence because that mean that gave him time to really sure. just re- really do his research think and about hear it. from the people and think about things before you make a decision. Mm-hmm. I would prefer that. So uh, I know that that's why my dream got all dream got all the shit all weirded up and convoluted, but the the whole us going to inauguration and like my creative subconscious brain. I, wish I would my, love to go to DC. Seriously though, I don't, I'm not no, sure. I, 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 I would love to. But. I would love to go there and spend about a week and right. just visiting the Smithsonian, all the various museums. I, I don't have a like, real desire to go to. I don't care who is elected. I don't have a real desire to go to inauguration. I guess I would. But God, it's got to be so fucking crowded and all this kind of. It's like it's okay. so many people, and it's cold because it's January usually in DC, it's and it's usually shit. cold as shit. It's like the people that go to Times Square for right. New Year's Eve. 
Oh, like, yeah, mean people wearing diapers because there's not enough adequate bathrooms around? No. Great. Like no a, thanks. Okay, so I have a pretty fucked up dream that happened last night. The world's night. biggest non-event. Isn't that what Will McAvoy says? Yes. In the, yes people I, I agree with that. Standing around pissing and shitting and puking all over each other to watch a ball drop to inaugurate right. the world's most non-event. Which had non-event. nothing to do with you or anything else. It's just a, yeah. <laughs> he's such a cynical prick, but he's so fucking right. Right. Anyway. All right, let's hear your dream, man. Okay, but first, I, first oh. before that, I'm thinking about you know, DeSantis now and all the campaigning going on. That's not a political conversation at all, so don't anybody panic. But everybody goes to the uh, the, the, the Iowa State Fair and all that stuff. And you go oh, there. yeah. And, of course, it's tradition. To get, they go around and they talk about this. They'll sit on hay bales and then do – and then they, they eat, uh, they eat uh, uh, county fair food. Yes. That's the big thing, right? And so you always catch everybody – like the, they want to eat, they want to show how much they love the Iowan State Fair food. So they're going to be eating all their shit, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. And they're going to catch someone biting a corn dog, and they're going to get the camera just wrong. It's going to look very suggestive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's all these, or they spill stuff on. You know what I mean? There's all these things. Yeah. So I think that you or someone we know would be great, or someone should run for president. And just go the other direction with that. And that was not try to be careful or how you're going to do it. Just go the other way. Like, be as suggestive as you can with a corn dog. And just, just throw just throw a foot yeah, long? Yeah, and then whatever you have, just, like, tongue the cotton candy, you know, seductively. Oh, my God. Make it into a breast yeah. or, a, or a vagina like, oh, my or God. Uh, <laughs> presidential candidate in the Independent Party from Arizona, Joseph Charles Fellers. Really went down on a... Really throated that hot dog. I don't know how many <laughs> votes he's going to get, but he's got my vote. The, the, everybody who watches the E! Network is definitely 100 like You just 100%. intentionally make it as erotic as you Bravo can. Bravo Network-backed Joe Feller's <laughs> uh, presidential candidate throats hot dog at the Iowa State Fair. <laughs> and then you make female genitalia well, out of other oh, items yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, like uh, the elephant ear. Like just fold <laughs> the elephant ear, ear over so it looks like female genitalia and like just, just, just lick all the fucking icing off of it. And Oh, God. And, get, like get, get jam ice, some cotton candy cone, in my butthole. Like just... I, I, <laughs> <laughs> get an ice cream cone and make it like a, a nipple to where you're like licking, the, like flicking the nipple oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. And, you know, like yeah. go to one of the bars at the Iowa State Fair because you know that they have drinking at the Iowa State Fair. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah, let me get uh, 47 tr- uh, slippery nipples, please. Put it on the uh, Independent Party's tab. It'll be fine. Right. Everybody, It'll get paid. Everybody have your nipple. Everybody raise your nipple. <laughs> everybody just, slip <laughs> these nipples into your mouths. Right. And then once everybody had enough of all this for a while. They Stiff got, dicks for the ladies. <laughs> And after some point, everybody's going to get tired of it because it's like, okay, now can we talk about the real shit? Can we get this out of our head now? Yeah. We need the whole food, stupid. Oh, we caught the the, the candidate with a corn dog in his mouth. No, oh, did you? Yeah. Really? Did okay. you? <laughs> so just go out there to single handedly just cause campaign uh, reform. Okay, so um, woke up during the middle of this dream with a raging boner. Hard on it was like, oh my God, it was, there we go, Joe. I never told Joe I had a raging boner before, I, but there I, it is. Yeah, there I, it is. yeah okay. You know. All right, now we're thinking about it. Let's, so let's, it was a sexual it. dream. Okay. But here it was. I woke up because I was partially waking up and going, oh, God, I need to get rid of this dream. Can I, can I shake this dream? So I woke up a little bit, kind of in and out of consciousness, and I went back to sleep, and it just continued. Whoa, that's a rarity. No, no, I can do this. Oh, I, you can do that? Or I can. It's not that I can do it. If I don't reboot it, and I, I had to reboot this one eventually, I had to, which means get up and get a drink of water or take a piss or something yeah, and then something. go and then to where I'm awake. Yeah. Then go back to bed. Now I'm okay. okay. I, ha- I had to reboot this But one. if you just kind of barely awake, you're that in-between I, it state. It picks back up. Yeah. 
I was, I don't know, I was traveling somewhere. I was running a house next to somebody, but it turns out the person, it, it's kind of a shaky in the beginning how it starts out, but like the neighbor or in the, in the little uh, other quarters behind the house that I was renting was a, an older woman there that I knew in my life at some point or another that was hitting on me heavily. Okay, oh. so there was one. But then it, tur- it morphed into, turned into a party, and all these older women in my life that I've known were all showing up and all wanting to have sex with me all together at the same time. Oh. That's what it was turning into. It this, was turning into This is like me. the final episode of Frasier. Not final episode, but one of the episodes of Frasier where he, he goes into a dream, and the whole episode is every woman he's ever dated, ever wronged, right. ever whatever. Okay, it's similar and to that. They all but, show up. But these were all older women I had never dated. Oh, or women oh, that okay, were not, okay. not in my life. But they were, let's say, attractive women, but probably ones I would never date ever. But maybe if I were seduced correctly and had enough Im- imbibing going on, yeah. I might do it, but never touch any of them. But it's like four or five of them, and like, oh, yeah, Paul's here. That's great. And then, like, one would take off their top, and they would be naked. Oh, cool. We know where this is going. And they would. it was almost attacking me, almost. I was feeling really uncomfortable, but I knew I didn't want to back out. because like, oh, my God, if I just back out of this whole thing, now my reputation is going to go down the line. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to. I like how to... in, your br- in your subconscious <laughs> brain, in your dream, you're worried about. My reputation. Your reputation. My sexual reputation. Your rep. With having my rep like Cleopatra had. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to look that up in the rank. We didn't do it. Um, and so I wasn't. I think I actually did have sex Mark with. Mark Anthony. What was that Mark Anthony? Not Anthony. Ant- yeah, he's Ant- the he's the singer. <laughs> Mark Anthony. That's who. That's who she was. Uh, that's how powerful she was. She was with Mark Anthony. Well, that's uh, that's how I remembered. Is uh, it's uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez's ex husband. Oh, is yeah. Mark Anthony the singer? Right. And he's named after Mark Anthony, the the Cleopatra's uh, lover. Right. Okay. All go right. on. So I don't have a, a lot of details other than they were kind of relentless. And it wasn't like a rapey situation, just that they were kind of aggressive. Everybody's having cocktails. They're getting partially naked. And they, they, they wanted to have this be five older women and me have sex with me all at the same time. This, this is where this was heading. It was very obvious. So at some point, I kind of woke up a little bit and rolled around. and going, God, that was so fucked up. God, it was, uh, okay, I'm just going to go back to sleep. And then it continued on, on maybe a different location. But the same thing was going on. But... um. That's when I had to, once I finally woke up again or came out of it, I kind of almost shook, you know, I kind of came up and went, well, made myself wake up and went, all right, I'm done with this. I'm going to get up, <laughs> walk around for a minute, go to the bathroom if I need to, get something to drink. And Actually ba- wake up so and you go don't go back, back so can, into that. So I can reboot it completely, which I did. I have no idea where the dream went after that. It was not that dream anymore, but it was, that's what it was. My God. Like, why was it? And again, there was, it was just, it, it was, it wouldn't stop. It was like, God, ladies, leave me alone. Yeah. Please leave me alone. I have things to do. There are airplanes these to work on. Which is completely unrealistic because that would never happen like that at all. So I was like, God, this is ridiculous. This is not really happening. This is ridiculous. Please go away. I I ha- I the, the most fucked up dream I've ever had. I'll never forget it because it it traumatized me for a solid month. I I felt awful, mm-hmm. like just just so much shame. Is that I had a uh, sex dream about my <laughs> about this is, I shouldn't be laughing about it, but it's so ridiculous. I've since told him about a lot it. of sex dreams. Really, this was crazy. Over thirteen years ago, right? Uh, I had a sex dream about my friend's uh, uh, late wife. I think you may have told me. I about think that. I did tell we you about it on this show. Maybe? I can't maybe. remember. I don't mean maybe, but it's okay. But it yeah. was bad because in the dream, like we, she's like, I, I faked it. I, I'm not. I didn't really die. 
and we should run away together. Oh my god! And I said, no, I can't do that. Would I, you attract to her? My daughter. Though? Oh god, yeah, she's beautiful okay. and super sweet and just always fun and and like physically attractive, absolutely, but also you know uh, like just there. You How know? did she pass away? I have to ask. I'd rather not. Discuss Never mind. It. Yeah, now, now we know. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. And. Uh, she, she. I said no. I, I can't do that. I, my daughter's here. I can't. I can't just leave and disappear. I can't do that. She goes. Well, let's just spend one night together. And that. And then I woke up and I was like, Oh, this is fucking terrible. This is so bad. And I carry that shame for like a month. You didn't tell your. Did you tell your? I. T- so he has since gotten remarried several years later. Five, four or five years, six years later, yeah, he got remarried. Before, I don't know if that's on the show or not. Yeah. But I told, and I ended up telling. I told him when he was mm-hmm. in town. Ta- he lives in. Uh, I forget where he lives now. Mm-hmm. I think it was Washington State or something, and he, no, not Washington State, somewhere else. So he came into town, hit me up, and he's like, "Man, I'd love to hang out." Da, 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 and we hang out. We proceeded to get very drunk, right? And I, and we were talking about just goofy shit and, and kind of rem- reminiscing about those days when he was married, because he he went through a lot of counseling and really got past it. Yeah, and um, and he it helped that he was young. He was like twenty five. You know, like it was, it was resilient. It's like a a different life in a way. It's not like if you were married for 25 years and then she, you know, your wife dies suddenly or your spouse dies suddenly and you can, you're not like within three years going to get together. It's kind of in a former life in a way. Correct. Yeah. And you're more resilient, you Mm -hmm. know, because you haven't had as much trauma. So, and I told him, uh, uh, I said, you know, what's fucked up. Can I tell you something that I've been carrying with me for like 10 years? He goes, oh Yeah. This sounds great, and he's real dark and twisted like us. Like I said, man, I, I hope had, it's great. I had a sex dream about your 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 late wife, and he just looked at me. I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna deck me at first, and he's like, "That's been bothering you for ten years." <laughs> Do you know how fucking common that is? And I was like, "No," I and he's like, "No, well, no. not with a." Yeah, he's like passed away. But he's like your subconscious, and and you have to understand his undergrad. Like he has a master's in computer. It's not computer-aided drafting. It's something like that, though. But he programs the CAD programs. Like, okay. he's a programmer. But his undergrad is psych. Okay. So he's okay with and all this shit. Yeah. He goes, man, your subconscious brain, you have no choice in that matter. And you know what? All you had to do was find her attractive once, and it'll stay in your brain. But I also know you would and never it may, cross may that boundary. In a dream. It may come out in a and, dream or not. And yeah. he goes, you know how I know that you're not a bad person? Because in your dream, you're like, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And... You let down your guard for one night, but you didn't leave with my dead wife. And I was like, oh. He's like, yeah, you're so embedded yeah, deep. I guess I am your, a good guy. Like, deep into your psyche <laughs> that you're such a good guy that you, like, were like, no, I'm not running away with you. I have my daughter. I have my friends. How would we do that to our friends? Like, the, right. you, and then you carried the, the guilt, like, shame. For like, a long time. Felt uncomfortable for a month. And then, like, I would forget about it. And then I would think, oh, God. And would come I'm back. a piece of shit. Yeah. And it, <laughs> I just love that he was so dismissive of it. He goes, why didn't you tell me years ago? And I'm like, because, dude. Did that, did that help that you told him? Oh, shit, like, yeah. Did, did, yeah. It let, did it let go Yeah, because I didn't even think about it until, until today. I haven't thought about it in probably which a year. Proves, which proves that kind of therapy works. Oh, absolutely. I just, mean, 100% works. Just bringing it out into the physical existence yeah. and outside of my brain. It's like bringing it out helps. like in, uh, in uh, Crocodile Dundee. When, so don't you guys have any mates or don't you have any therapists? Yeah, well, how, how, do you, how do you get it out there? Well, so-and-so tells so-and-so. Yeah, at the bar, and then you remember, and then we buy each other drinks. No, no, and no, no. He tells, he tells, and now it's out there, and everybody and knows. Now, well, uh, otherwise you have to get the, you have to get this stuff out there. He goes, well, I, we I just go and tell them, tell one mate at the bar, and then he tells the, the other mate, person, the other they person they tell, and, and then, then everybody knows. And now it's out, out there. there. Now it's I no for, problem. I forgot about that. <laughs> but uh, it, I mean, it, you're true. Uh, you're 100 percent right. That's a that's a true concept. But yeah, that God, that was fucked up. And I've had I've I've had really fucked up dreams, drowning. 
attacked by shark and drowning. But the, here's the th- I, I think of things usually we may have spoken about this also like if I'm in the shower and I'll think of something that I said or did years ago that was just stupid. Yeah. And I, it still bothers me. Yep. I, I'm talking about decades yep. ago. Yep, me too. I remember Bill Burr talks about that. There's a yeah. skit he talks about that. Yep. Like he'll be doing, he'll just, ah! like he starts hating himself for saying yeah. something 30 years ago yep. to a guy that, who gives a shit? Yeah, that, they don't even know. They or don't care remember it or care. And it's not somebody you're ever going to cross paths with no. again. But you just for that some is reason so care. weird how that stays there. <clears throat> yeah, and it still bothers you. And it's so incredibly common too. Oh god, it's I just so feel like not what enough. the payoff is. What's that all about? I don't know. You know, what I mean, it's usually but, a, a well, payoff, and it's in, it, it's kind of like you know the old saying that uh, they may remember how you looked, they may remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. You may remember how you made yourself feel. feel. You will remember that. Yeah. 100% always. I like the the one of my worst fucking memories was when I uh 8th grade very beginning of the year, I had already had either a sprain, bad sprain or a broken ankle and I was on crutches and then we you know, they 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 did have elevators but I wasn't in a they had elevators in this junior high cuz it was two stories. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they didn't I mean if you unless you had to have a wheelchair to sure. use it. Like you, they wouldn't let some asshole on crutches use it because he fucked his leg right. up. Get up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. So which you can get upstairs. I fell well down the last up. flight of steps. Oh, fell down, broke my cast. Like that's how hard I fell. Like wow. on down, broke my cast, and then ended up breaking my wrist. I already had a Jesus. broken ankle and broke my. Yeah, that's lovely. So that was embarrassing. Everybody laughing at you. I had nobody around that would even give a shit. So like right. my backpack ripped open. There's books everywhere. I'm hobbling around trying to pick up my shit while everybody's trying to get out of the school. Right. And get out to the buses and just people laughing at me. and just It was horrible. Like, I'll always remember that. Mm-hmm. But what's worse than that is uh, at the end of the year, we got our, like, eighth grade, like, remembrance books. And everybody got to write a little blurb of, like, what their best memory of. Are people writing this down in your book? Uh, the, well, no, no, no. No, oh. this, was, this was, like, several months prior. Okay. You wrote these things down and submitted gotcha. it to the yearbook department or the annual department. Oh. They put it together and it got printed <laughs> on one of the last pages. Oh. It says and under everybody's like favorite stories, favorite oh. thing that happened in eighth grade. Yeah, Joe fell down the thing. No, it wasn't Joe. It was like when this fat kid fell down the steps oh. and broke his wrist. He already had a broken angle and his and his crutches went everywhere. Da, da, da. Like I think that's still at my mom's house. Like I could probably pull that out and find you and show you I, where that's at. I don't think they should have gone to and press with that. I can't believe that they put that in there. Yeah, like someone, some editor went. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I that's mean, oh, that's hilarious. The fat kid fell down the steps. Yeah. So like I'll forever remember that. Like that's that's yeah. one of the most embarrassing traumatic events that's ever happened in my life. And nobody really got hurt other than me. Yeah. So it, but uh, like there's things that I said that I know I know were just. Just oh god, it's so cringy to think about, it. and just makes Same you like here. the like the Bill Burr like Ugh! like you just freak out. Same here. And there's some new things to come up. There's one certain thing. Well, that kind of I made a me. comment about somebody, uh, a, a a woman on Friday night, just cracking jokes, and I know it made two people feel uncomfortable. And I had to reach out to them and apologize by like Monday because it was eating me up all weekend. Yeah. And one of them was like, "Are you fucking serious? I know you and how you respect women and do this. I know you cracked a joke. Right." It was just a joke. It Hell, didn't, recently, it didn't hurt I've done this recently before. I've contacted you the next day. Like, did Julia, I? Dude, did I fucking did that? Like, yeah, it's, that's. I've done that to you too, and you go, yeah. You said, but no one really gave a nobody shit. Nobody gave a shit. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't. I, I texted Julie the next day too. If we're all downtown, I said, I said that to you or Michael or somebody that they were talking to. Ah, I don't really remember that, Paul. Yeah, I remember saying that, and it was fucked up. And they go, no one, no one even no one cared. noticed. Yeah, Ugh. I. 
but but you care and you know that it was out of like character yeah. a little bit or, and that's yeah something and that's what I told the person I reached out to I was like I, you know that's out of character for me she goes actually you cracking jokes about being uncomfortable around certain people is in character for you it's just the joke that you cracked was when that person wasn't around yeah and it was kind of and I was like it was a gross comment yeah and yeah. and she's like eh, it's not really that gross and yeah. this is coming from a female perspective it wasn't that gross it was just it was funny. Because it was also accurate, right. and I'm like, whatever. And I still felt so I feel better about it. I'm just not carrying that around anymore. But like, I think it's good to hold ourselves accountable like that, especially if alcohol's involved. Probably if, cause if because you, people like if, to use the ex- excuse, oh, I was drunk, fuck it. Right. So if you don't really think about it, feel a little bit guilty about it, it probably and don't give a shit about it all, then you're just probably a, a sociopath or something. Yeah. Or you know, so then, then, that, yeah. then that's a real problem. Or just a dick. Yeah. But maybe a sociopath. You're like, I don't really care how that affected somebody else. That's I bad. I don't know if sociopathy is the right thing but maybe it, i don't know but you know what i'm saying if you don't yeah, keep yeah. a little bit in check then then it's really a fucking problem out there yeah. for everybody yeah if everybody's that same way and then no one's giving it oh my god yeah holding yourself accountable is like one of the hardest things on earth to yeah. do and, and to, it kind of and it, for it, someone who if you like you and i we i think we hold ourselves uh our self-accountability is through the roof which is why we feel such shame over things that were a uh, non-issue right <coughs> and like the we th- we o- and we tend to overthink, and, and just like oh fuck, I can't believe I fucking said that or did that or whatever. I think if I drink alcohol a little bit, like on the like a Friday night or Saturday night, I, I those stuff that stuff doesn't come in my mind at all. It's like I think that's one reason maybe I'll do. It. I know it doesn't creep in or yeah. something because I'm having too much of a good time, and I don't know. Something well, like also that. maybe getting too familiar in a conversation with somebody that you maybe you don't know as well as you think yeah. you do. And then you push. You're not really. Pre- you, you're not trying to push the limit. You're but not. It's, but it's happening. But it's happening. And, yeah. and I have. I've. I've largely gotten better at that over the years. For the most part, I used to be really bad at just blathering shit out because I thought it was going to make people laugh. Right. Uh, because we don't want to do that. You. You and I are built similarly in that way. Where if you see an opportunity to make fun of something, we got to take advantage of it. Yeah. It's like we talked this before. It's like. Can nobody you, in your mind's going? No one else. Sees no one's the, gonna say this. The barn door's wide open. Please. No one's gonna say this perf- obvious comment. It's a perfect <laughs> opportunity for a hilarious fucking joke. Please and everybody's kind of just sitting there on their hands. I'm going. Okay, I'll say it. Do you remember? You don't say it, but you just was that say it. You, me, you, me and Steve, Mike, and Mike, and I think Steve Redman was there too. Steve I think was the one that said something. We said okay because we're, we're going. Did we have balloons in the we, truck? I, so someone's we, party or something? No, we were. We were. I know we were at Blackbridge. We we're sitting at one of the center tables. I know that much. And, and on the drive and there, we said, "Let's try to shut up. Let's try not to make any co- funny any, comments for any, like yeah, twenty any, minutes." Any or sarcastic. Something. We have to cut Nothing. our sarcasm, our funny sarcasm out. You can't say anything. Like the first one that says something loses that we had like yeah. a personal oh bet. no it was me you and mike yes and steve is the one who walked up it was like yeah, it, it was a something. wednesday night and he said how's your how's your guys week and it's right. wednesday because we're all going none of us can be the first one to be an assholey sarcastic kind can't of guy do it. and so we're all sitting there and then steve, steve walks, walks up and it's like oh god how's your week been how's your week been it's wednesday and then we're just sitting there looking at each other and like it's a, it must be a weird moment for steve because we're just looking at each other because we're just trying not to because say. Because we hadn't included him on it because he wasn't with us. I no, think he, he showed wasn't. up independently. God damn it. That, and I think Mike I think was Mike the one that tapped Mike, out. Mike tapped out after 30 seconds. Couldn't last 30 seconds without making <laughs> And then said something. <laughs> it's so bad. But also, like, I love, oh, God. like, cutting sarcasm when it's just there's no fat on it. Like, right. it's not to be mean. It's just stating a matter of fact. Right. Like when, uh, you know, bartend Saturdays. Uh, or used to. I don't anymore. 
uh, and the the people will come in and complain about Sirens Cafe not being open. Mm-hmm. And they'll when they they ask, and it's usually an older crowd because they they just feel entitled to yell at someone who doesn't even work for that business. Right, and they're doing stuff early in the day. They're not. Uh, they want to take uh, it out on somebody, but because the door's locked at Sirens, they can't yell at anybody. Sure. And Carmela was there for this 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 one time. Mm-hmm. This lady is like, "Why is the place next door closed?" I'm like, "Because it's Saturday." Yeah. What? That's why I'm asking you why it's closed. Because they're no, closed it's, on. It, they're weekend. closed on Saturdays. Yeah. So they're not open today because it's Saturday. You know what I'm trying to ask you, and I was like, "No, I don't understand why you would ask the person who doesn't work for that company and doesn't work for any of those people and doesn't have a key to that place why they're closed on at Saturday. a different establish establishment. Why on earth are they closed on Saturdays?" Maybe one could posit the argument that the owner has made it a, 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 a mission in her life in food service to have weekends off, which is largely non-existent in the food service industry. Yeah. And she's like, well, you're just delightful. And I'm like, you came in here yelling at me. Do, can I get you a beer? I don't drink beer. Then what the hell are you doing here, lady? <laughs> and like the Complain sarcasm. About the next door but place. the sarcasm was so cutting in the beginning. And she goes, why aren't they open next door? Because it's Saturday. <laughs> which she asked the question. Carmela yeah. is trying not to die laughing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I've told her about this for uh, fucking five years. Right. And then she finally got well, to witness it. Probably every weekend, you hit the, I'm sure it's every... every it was pre- every Saturday, every, I'm sorry. Pretty much every Saturday. Somebody will ask. Yeah. And I know that our Sunday bartenders have gotten it, too. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. They've also gotten that, where people come in on a Sunday, they, they, want, they come downtown, they want a sandwich, and they just assume that because they want a sandwich, that Sirens Cafe is open. Now, I understand them being closed. I would love to have a sandwich on Saturday sometimes, too, but I know they're closed, so that doesn't even come yeah. to my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're here. If so you we think know about it, real. you know, being personal friends with them, you, you understand that yeah. most owners of restaurants do not get to have the weekends off. If they get a day off, it's usually Monday. Like if she had, if she could snap her fingers and have a separate Saturday crew that she had to do nothing with, like 100% trust, faith, everything. Yeah. Everything goes smoothly. Knows for a fact she's not going to get a phone call. 100% she'd say, fine, do it. But she, there's no way she can operate that way. I don't know if that would... I don't even know if she would do that. Okay. Because the way... I mean... Because I would do that here. <laughs> I would... Yeah, if you could just be gone all the time. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. So yeah. would your crew. <laughs> <laughs> it goes both ways, man. That yeah, door swings both directions. Door swings both directions, man. <laughs> Are we done? Uh, yeah, I think we're done. Um, Quickly... We've unloaded like- enough uh, boners and... Uh, <laughs> Owners. Sexually Boner. explicit Live Iowa that one state the fair food. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the sen- sensual, sen- sensuous candidate. Let's see what they're uh, eating. To, they're like following them around on purpose. What's uh, Joseph Feller's chugging down this week? <laughs> Is it going to be fucking corn dogs at Sonic? He's throating and he just pulls out an empty stick. What's going? Oh my, that is a foot long. Oh god, it's, it's got cone it sauce. Be, uh, it's going to be a corn on the cob. Oh god. <laughs> Is it going to be? Yeah. What, what's it going to be? Anyway. Um, anyway. Anything uh, going on? Oh, and downtown's coming together. The first phase of the when you have Ed Man, we're talking about having Ed Man on pretty yes. soon to talk about uh, his business, the yeah, spokesman, and the uh, he's in the first phase of the uh, downtown uh, revitalization. Yes, right in the middle of that stuff. So that's gonna, good to have him here. And anything going on downtown this weekend? The people need to know about. Uh, we did, know? we have uh, a metal show on Saturday night uh, for all you metalheads uh, to come out, which uh, several touring bands and something I am oh very God in the rain is supposed to be. Um, I hope that doesn't happen. Maybe rainy. You guys still have the black uh, IPA on? Uh, uh, we only have like half a keg left after okay. our anniversary party. Got it. So we'll probably put it on during the metal show afterward just for them. And just then we'll make, we'll make it again yeah. now that fall's coming around. Okay. Um, 
I will say this: something very cool is like in the metal scene, is there are two me- uh, bands from Mexico coming up, and they're playing on November third. Actual which is the Mexico, ta- not actual, New Mexico. No, Mexico, no Mexico. actual Mexico. Okay, and they are going to be here for Dia de los Muertos first Friday. Nice. It's going to be fucking cool. That's going to be a yeah. I'm pretty big blo- pretty pumped that's, about that's that. That's going to be cool. Yes, very uh, cool. Let me bring up the events at the cellar door here real quick. Hey, by the way, speaking of the cellar door, they got brand new uh, <laughs> froze machines. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Those froze machines. I think Michael bro- bro- made them break the first ones. Oh yeah, I think so. I'm just saying because he loves. They're the, so good. He loves the froze. I when they I first two or three of came out with them last year, and it was like the tail end of summer, and I'm like, oh god, I would go over there after my shift every day that they were open. Right. I would go over there and slug down like three or four of them Those because it was don't so know, hot. Cellar door downtown, uh, you know, wine bar and beer uh, joint and live music. A lot of the times, yeah, they have these frozen drink. Two of them, I guess. Are they separate yeah. machines or just one machine that has two? Do you know what it is? I'm just kind of curious. Is it a? It's two. It's two separate. Separate. Two separate machines. It's, it's one. Machine that can machine be two with two drinks. It's kind of like you know that uh, you know those conjoined twins had the TV show like 15 years ago. Yes, it, that's kind of what it is. <laughs> it's it like is. Got that, it. like one pooper, uh-huh. two mouths. <laughs> so they go there one, for the pooper. Go for the one pooper. Well, there's uh-huh. actually two poopers on that. It's a double. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but they normally have. Well, they have the pina colada one now, right? With yeah, the pina alcohol. colada, and then there's straight frosé. There's right. which is frozen wine. And again, uh, uh, Mike Nunez loves the frosé. Yeah. Man, he just loves. Joe Fellers loves the frosé as I well. I do too. I had two or three of them Friday before Jeremy was playing in Curtis. Two or three, and then I went right to the, um, <laughs> the heavy red wine. I'm telling you, it's a tough transition to go from the frosé <laughs> to red wine. As far as your palate goes, <laughs> yeah, it went in shock for a while. Like, oh, had to. Really I need you to help me control my drinking when I'm at those at those events where I'm due to sing, but it's not until like nine o'clock. <laughs> Joe sang really lovely. <clears throat> Thank yes. you. Yes, I was also a little too tuned up to okay. be up there, which was I was almost. If I had had one one less glass of wine, one fewer. That's no, one less fault, I, I started doing the wine, and you had you you, had, you did pour me one. I didn't ask you for one, but that's okay. okay. It's no big deal. If I had been that one, I wouldn't have been. I would have been in the perfect state of okay. psyched to get on stage and not nervous and not sang so off. So I all. will be during those nights. I will be your press agent. For Thank you. you. I will. Thank you. I will Please stop giving you. Mr. Feller's red wine. Get, you give know Mr. how Feller he gets. some space. He's going to start groping all these dudes. And then go up there and be like, we was why woo, and the wrong <laughs> fucking key. It's going to be lovely. Yep. Okay, so. Uh, at, at Cellar Door? Yes, we've got Wednesday and Thursday, Jerome Asik, the pianist, the one that doesn't know any classical piano, which is hilarious. He's, he's a great pianist, he, but it's funny incredible. because you would think he could just do any of this. I stuff. don't even say that as a slam. I think it's great because he takes modern, more modern music and just creates a piano medley or melody around it, and it's sounds like classical it's, it's, modern it's, music. It's like it's it's like great background music, and then you're like, oh, I know that song. Oh God, he's playing fucking Death Cab for Cutie from 2003. Like it just kind of blows your mind a little bit, right? Uh, that's third or Wednesday and Thursday. Friday night is uh, uh, it's a it's an open mic dedication for Jules Arundami, mm-hmm. and he's a gentleman, lo- Kingman local guy, musician who passed away suddenly recently. And Casey Frank is putting that on. Oh, so I will, yeah, that's I will this be there. Friday? That's this coming Friday, okay, Friday, we, Friday the eighteenth at the there. cellar door. I'll definitely be there. Yeah. And then the nineteenth would be the wine bar debut of Afterglow, which is a, mm-hmm. uh, 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 what is it, mother and daughter duo. That I've heard really good things about, and then Jeremy Jeremy sent us a video, yeah. like a clip of them, and I will I, I can't wait to see him because I'm pretty sure I would book them, yeah, as much as possible at Blackbridge, uh, and that's on Saturday night. Again, so. they're local mother and daughter duo. Yes, yes. which yeah. we knew nothing. I knew nothing about them. Did you? 
Uh, I, I mean, I heard about them several months ago when Jeremy yeah. told me about right. them. Okay. But uh, otherwise, I don't know much else about them. All right, uh, so then Saturday is the metal show at Blackbridge. Is that that's correct. I got it. Okay, yeah. I think we're done. Yeah, that's it. God. All right, folks, have a good week.